Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Jersey, from the Bonds Over Bands podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Jersey is Naked. Or you can find me on Instagram at SlickSaltJ. Hashtag B-O-B podcast. Hashtag Bonds Over Bands. If you would like to be featured on the Bonds Over Bands podcast, please leave us a voice note via Instagram, or you can leave us a voice message right here on the Anchor platform. Episode 25. We made it. It's a celebration. It's episode 25 already? 25, and we're going to party like it's 1999. Woo! Hey, hey, hey. I never thought I'd be here, but we are. 1999. Wow. What were you doing in 1999? Yo, 1999 was crazy. Was you just going to cut Prince like that? That wasn't Prince. That was the revolution. He wasn't singing yet. First of all, oh, Yo, I, wait a minute. He, he violated. Work. He violated. He, he was work. like, I'm not done. <laughs> but he, this is for, for, for purposes. Alexa, thank you. Stop. Okay. First of all, You Got the Look was written by Prince, but that wasn't Prince. That was uh, Sheila Easton. Okay. Not to be confused with Sheila E. Cool. There's your little prince, your prince cool. lesson for the day. Cool. <laughs> Jay always looks at me when I come out with my nerd music facts. Fun fact: Prince and the Revolution had the guy who was singing. That was the guy with the great with the with the um, dress. He's still alive, by the way. And um, most most of them are. Well, the you 80s. know, sometimes in the eighties, it'd be you know people doing weird shit. Yeah, things happen, but they're still alive. And um, I'm, I'm I believe just that, that, they're that still, generation is still current. They're still touring too, so you can see the revolution. The revolution was in Raleigh last year at the um, the festival that we went to with Miguel and. Uh, how did we miss the revolution? We didn't have tickets. Oh, okay. Well, that's how we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we missed it. So glad when, we were able to quickly. Remember I told you I was uh, walking through the um, through the Raleigh Convention Center and they had the room lit up all in purple. How that did was I miss where, that? That's where the Revolution was performing. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's episode twenty-five. We wanted to start it off with A Prince bang. Prince nineteen ninety-nine. We all saw the the Dave Chappelle special, and we're gonna get into that. Like it says at the top of the show, please follow us on Instagram at Bonds Over Bands, or you can follow us separately at Jersey Is Naked and at, at Slick, Slick Talk, Talk J. I I'm mean, here. If, if you guys are into that kind of divide thing, you yeah. could do that too, or you could just follow all three, and then you get us three times. Cause three they're not going to get us three times. They're, they're going to get, get us- me one time. They're going to get you one time. And then they're going to get the uh, the combination of us, which is like us squared. <laughs> so it's much, much more potent, much more palatable, and much more positive. And, and pretty. And pretty. I, I couldn't find a word. And with perfunctionary. The P. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> you want to do this? No, I don't. All I right. don't. I, this is me bailing out. I'm bailing out. Mayday. <laughs> I have no more P words <laughs> at all. <laughs> really don't. 
Oh, this has been a <laughs> profound moment. I need to download Elevate quickly to get my words up. And that is not a sponsor. That's no, not a sponsor. That's not a sponsor. Even though Elevate, holler at us. <laughs> just saying. It's not a sponsor, but holler at us, though. Yeah, we, we do we, thirsty we, as hell for sponsors. We need some sponsors. Like, What's y'all up? need to help us get sponsors. What's up? We 25 episodes and we consistent. For real. Consistent. Giving y'all bangers. We hear, like, almost every week. Almost. Like, there's only, I can count on one hand how many times we didn't come out on Tuesday. Like, on yeah. one hand. Yeah. We've been pretty consistent. Yeah. Consistent, like, since March, whatever. right? Since March. And Shit. now we're in September. And shout out to me. Yeah, shout out to me. September is my I'd birthday. I'd like to thank myself. I'd like to thank myself. For being born. For being born in this month. In this wonderful, illustrious September month. Yes. Being born in this month. Every year, well, actually not every year, every um, every year since I turned 34, I've been celebrating my birthday for an entire month, saying I usually do something on those days that I've never done before. So, yesterday was September 1st, and I had butchered a St. Louis rib all by myself. Boom! That's a win. Win for me. And it tastes fantastic. And it well, well, we're gonna see how good it tastes. Well, no, uh, we, we 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 had the um the rib tips yesterday. Oh yeah, I made some. I took the the flap meat. I know that sounds nasty, right? The flap meat, the flap meat that I that I took off, I made into jerk pork. Yeah. And we had it on a piece of bread with some ketchup. Jay had some hot sauce, and it was a party. Yeah. It yeah. was delicious. I had an interesting week and. Um, you did? Yeah, unfortunately, my, my great aunt passed. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, well, you, you know. I know, um, but I'm just saying sorry, though. Yeah. I mean, I was like up, and then I was like, oh, no, I, this I, is I, going dark. It's not going, going dark. It's not going dark. We're going uh, dark. <laughs> I, was just, I was referring to the fact that uh, I went out to Lexington, North Carolina, and uh, spent the entire Saturday with family. And, he did. He left uh, me, guys. As... He, as sad as it was that she she's passed, um, she was 88 years old, as sad as that is, um, it was really, really good to just be around family, hanging out with, you know, all of my uncles, all of my cousins. Uh, my father came down from Virginia. Like, we just, you know, all hung out and just had a great time fellowshipping with each other. Yeah, Jay left me for a whole day. Yeah. And like, okay, so I played it cool for like four hours. I'm saying you get you get right? just Hold jumped on. in the car and Hold come. on. Hold on, guys. Cause I'm like I'm not, I'm not that wife. I played it cool for four hours. Like yeah, it's been four hours. You know, he's he's not calling me. What's that, that was about? You playing it cool. I'm playing it cool for like four hours. I'm like, so no text, nothing, huh? Well, All right. Got, well, All right. Cool. Long. Well, I, te- I texted you when I got to uh, no, Winston Salem. No, you didn't. I had to call you. I had to Facetime you, and then he didn't even Facetime me back. Okay, he didn't Facetime me back. So I was feeling him. I was like, okay, so he's with his family now. He doesn't care about me. All right. And then I was like, wait a minute. That's the story you're telling yourself. You got to stop doing that. <laughs> he didn't say he didn't care about you. Where are you going with this? You're, going, you're on a ledge. Get off. And I'm like, all right, cool. But why didn't he call me? Why? See, this never stops, ladies. You're whole married, whole ass married. And you're like, why is he not calling me? Why didn't he call me? <laughs> so I'm like, all right. You know, four turns into 430. <laughs> and I'm like, no call. You thought I was going to go hours. No, I don't. No, I, I'm a savage. Four turned into 4.30 and nothing happened. So I was like, I'm calling him. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. This is settled. <laughs> I'm calling him. And I called. I was like, hey, has, um, in the ground. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> when are you coming home? <laughs> are you coming yo, home? You did legit ask me, like, yo, is the funeral over? <laughs> 
And I was like, huh? I was like, when are you coming home? When are you I'm coming like, home? Like, He's babe, like, we're, we're, we're still in the church. What? We're still in the funeral. And I was like, why are you in the church? It's been an hour. What do you need to say? Well, the, the, the service was um, about two hours. Yeah, um, figured that out. Very, you know, very uh, traditional black service. Of course. Um, you know, my, my family. And I'm only kidding. My my, my family was there in uh, full regalia mm. in 90 degree weather. You guys uh, looked amazing, too. We, we were suited and booted. You guys were all purple. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, uh, lavender. Lavender yeah, was We're my starting great to show aunt. off with Prince. Yeah. You guys were the purple ones. Oh, we were purple rain this weekend. You guys were. Yeah, yeah. Everyone looked wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And then all of my um, my uncles and uh, her children, her her my my whatever they are cousins, second cousins, they're somewhere in there. Yeah. But, um, you know, they all all of her immediate children dressed in all white, and then everybody else uh, all white with the accents of purple. And then everybody else kind of like had either a piece of lavender or something to to kind of show their their respect for her wishes. Um, and it was just it was amazing. It was it was a great time. Um, like I said, it's it's unfortunate, but it's one of those few times when everybody's together all in one space. And, you know, I was meeting cousins that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of kids, lots and lots of, of, of like the next generation. So while he was having these cravings these and, prof- and, and nuns, these um, profound moments yeah. at eight o'clock, I was like, OK, um, it's eight o'clock now. And my husband hasn't walked in the door. All right. So let, yeah. me, let me send let me send another let me send up another uh Send up another, uh, what do you call you, those? You on your way? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, are you? Well, actually, by that point, and my, I was like, my, hey. phone, my phone was dead. I was like, hey, where, where, where are you at? Where are you going? You coming home? <laughs> you know, you coming home? <laughs> you coming home? Now, I don't even, I, and then you know what's crazy about this? This is what's crazy about this is that I'm not even this person, but that day I was like reeling. I don't know. I like Jay can go wherever he wants to go. I don't even call him, but I was like, why are you calling him? What are you <laughs> like? He's at a funeral. What is your problem? But that was my rational mind. But my like my crazy wife mind was like, shut up, bitch. Like, I'm trying to like. Did you see um, they posted on the shade room? Like one of those. What, what you going to text back? Yeah. And uh, the chick was writing. Oh, that's it. You can fucking have that bitch. You haven't been answering your phone all day. Uh, you this, you that, da, da, da. And he responds, babe, my aunt just died. <laughs> and people was in the comments was like, well, put her on the phone. Let me confirm it. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. All right, FaceTime it then. Yeah, FaceTime it. We'll see. But that wasn't even why. Like, I don't even know why I was like that. Like, I'm not, I'm not even like that. Well, you had a, a pretty good Saturday. You hung out with somebody from work. I did. I had a good Saturday. I had lunch. Um, she was a really cool person. I learned a lot. And it was a part of like my, not to say that that's why I went, but I've been making SMART goals. And some of my SMART goals was to meet with a different person, meet with one person a month different and try to develop my network and more relationships so I can develop a and new more tribe and friendships here and develop a new tribe here in North Carolina because this is where we live now. And we're actually putting roots here, so this is probably where our second half of our life is going to begin. I don't know if it's going to end here, but this is definitely where it's beginning. Yeah. Um, so trying to create that community, that sense of community around um, yeah. by Most of by your friends and close family and all that are, are in New Jersey. New Jersey. Spread around. Spread, yeah. Everybody's spread everybody's, around everybody's at this moving. point. You know, everybody's yeah. spread around. So I'm just trying to create that community here. 
Um, being that I know that, you know, I, I think we talked about this last episode that we're actually house shopping and one of, one of the, one of my, one of my good friends and I shouted her out last week, but I'll shout her out again. I haven't spoken to her all weekend. Um, me and her are going to have to have a conversation. Um, Mara, so, um, she was saying So you're going to have the conversation now? Yeah. Mara, what's up? <laughs> like, I didn't get an IG high from you all weekend. What's up with that? And I'm a what 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 okay eleven thirty six so I'm gonna make sure she listened to eleven thirty six so actually eleven thirty so you didn't say hi to me all weekend she probably was busy you know she's single um so listen um yeah she's single and she's looking for a man with a job who don't need to come in her house and live with her who got his own ambitions preferably no kids but we understand you in your thirties so you know should be happening but you got a good relationship with your baby mother and your money is your money and if you are paying child support it's under a Good plan, and not somebody popping up at your house talking about you need money. Okay, now that was my that was me trying to help my friend out. So listen, um, she was like, Tiffany, you should really start YouTubing your house journey, like finding trying to find a house. And I was like, I don't know who want to see that. And mm-hmm. she was like, everybody wants to see that because <laughs> she was like, especially in the way that you and Jay are thinking about doing it, because we're not going on a like the traditional home hunt. We are going to be like landlords. Yeah, we are going into a way. We're going into a way differently than a lot of people. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's, it's kind of like the way that my my grandfather um, did things. He his advice to me was, you know, if you were um, whenever you are ready to to buy a home, um, you know, you should always be in a situation where you have other people paying your rent. Essentially, right? right. You should be a, a owner. Um, of a multifamily, some type of multi-property. And, um, you know, very early in his life, you know, he moved to the to the States in his 30s, I want to say. Um, the parallels of it yeah, all. Yeah, my, my wife, um, sorry, his wife, <laughs> his wife came um, not too many years after um, with my eldest aunt. She was already born. She was born in Barbados. Um, and, you know, one of the very... I'm not going to say the first thing that they did because, you know, obviously I had to get settled and, you know, he got work in the factory and, and they did those things. But, you know, very early on in his life, he bought an apartment building and he bought other properties in New York. And, you know, somewhere in the 50s and the 60s, he bought um, the two brownstones, which our family owns to this day on Eastern Parkway. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those are three family buildings, right? Completely paid for. And, you know, just ways to generate um, positive income, positive cash flow. Um, so this is this is the kind of example that we've, we've been shown of ways to build up wealth and uh, be able to ensure that your future generations are stable, secure, and have um, a, a degree of autonomy, right? So, so that's, yeah, that's, that's the, the path that we're on. Right. Is now that we're back in the States, uh, we were overseas for a while, we've moved around quite a bit. Um, it took a little bit of, you know, getting back, getting situated, getting stable, um, getting, you know, kind of the jobs that we we desire and are a little bit more um, stable again. Yeah. And, you know, now we're at the point where we're like, OK, it's time to buy that first house. What is it going to look like? Is it going to be a multifamily? Is it going to be a duplex or quadplex? Right. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, we are we're on that journey now. Um, we already have our. Um, finances in place, you know, in regards to our, our lenders and things like that. Um, we've just settled on a, a agent, I believe. Yes. 
Yeah. So um, we've settled on an agent and we're we're looking at properties. We are, so. and it's and it's been uh, the experience overall has 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 created a multitude of feelings for me, um, and they're all so different, and it's like such a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to go on this journey with my husband, and I would rather do it with no one else but him. So y'all send us positive vibes on our journey, and if this is something that you would want to see, like, visually you know, in our stories, we'll definitely update that and show you some of the things we've been looking at and um, just comment, make a comment in the, um, in the section, in the IG yeah. section and we'll, and we'll, we'll make it happen for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but here's a funny story before we jump into the things that we're supposed to be talking about today. Cause a lot of times people say, you know, like I get notes and like, Oh yeah, we love when you give updates. So we're giving mm-hmm. you updates on our life. Um, but this is the funny thing. So we, we did settle on a realtor and I'm a, I'm a person, um, as my husband can describe me, I'm a modern day hippie, right? So hippie in the sense of like, I'm, I'm super into energy, like super into it. Like I'm an empath, super into energy. When I'm around people, if you feel nasty, I want to leave. And you haven't even said anything to me. I just can feel your nastiness and I just don't want to be around you. And the crazier part was, is so we were auditioning and I know this, you should be auditioning realtors, right? So we were auditioning this realtor and he called and he was by referral and we called, he called and talk, he spoke to Jay and he was mad rough on the phone. And, you know, that may be attractive to some people because like, oh, he's so rough. Maybe he's going to be rough with the, with the seller too and get us the best price. Right. But something about his energy just felt really wrong to me. And when my husband had hung up the phone with him, I was like, I don't like him. (laughs) And Jay was like, Tiffany, you don't even know him. I was like, I don't need to. I don't like him. I don't want nothing to do with him. I don't like him. I don't like his energy. I don't like what he's talking about. It just feels really cheesy, nasty and just nasty. And I don't like it. And he was like, but you didn't even give him a chance. I said, no, I heard what he said, and I don't like I don't like it. It feels <laughs> nasty, and I won't work with him. So Jay was like, Tiffany, this is not how we do things. I was like, but I don't like him, and I won't work with him. So every time Jay would say something, I would just repeat it. You know, like that dude, the football player, I'm only here so I don't get fined. I don't like him. I didn't. So he was like, you know, we told him we was going to go with the realtor that we going, we're, we're working with now. And you know this fool had the nerve to call Jay on the phone and and make him explain to him why he didn't want him. It was like a it was a crazy like like a situation like we was like we like Jay had went out on a date with him and he was like yeah yeah bro like no sparks and he was like but why why aren't you sparking with me why and I was like okay first of all son like we could say no if we want to say no like that's it oh of course um and I mean but to me. Having, you know, as a person that's been in sales, like, the majority of my mm-hmm. life, like, I understand what that is. That's mm-hmm. like, at the worst case, if you don't land a sale, you do want to know, you know, where where you are off so that you kind of maybe adjust things and, and like, kind of have that retrospective or that introspective moment. And I'm not sure that that was his I think um, he wanted to argue with you. Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. And then Jay, because <laughs> Jay is such a, like, Jay is so pure of heart. And yeah. A lot of people don't understand, you gotta, don't you gotta don't that know fair, that about fair shake about my husband. He's very fair of heart. He's super fair, and he's like, you know what? All right, man. So listen, you, we're gonna you, give he you. T- he said, I really want to know what I can do to earn your business. So That's he right. wanted to earn our business, okay. right? Okay. So let's take a shot. He took us to this weird ass house. Now on the outside, the house 
was trash. Obviously, it needed a lot of work. The house was a super fixer-upper, needed a lot of work, and we're, we're, not, we're not opposed to that. You know, like we were fine. Diamond in the rough. We all good with that. You know, making something that sucked before it looked beautiful. Would y'all like that other one on on Brockton? Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm afraid of that, but that's neither here or there. Okay, yeah. so it's probably just boarded up so that they don't have squatters. Maybe it might be all right. Maybe, but the so we go to this house and we walk in. Right, I feel the second I walked into the house, I felt like these ominous feelings. Like, the, if I could describe the aura of the house, it was, like, brown-black. And then I looked around, and I, now, mind you, I didn't see anything at first. I just It just felt like that. It felt like something bad had happened there. Mm. And I don't know what that was, but it, and then at first it took me a while to, like, kind of walk around. I was just standing there because it felt like I could feel something terrible, like something bad had happened there. I don't know what that bad was, but it didn't feel good. And 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 the crazier part was is that there was sunshine coming through every area of the house. But it just did not feel good. So I walked around the corner. Do you know it was a whole bunch of like God is love, Jesus Christ stuff all over the walls. That shit never looks good in an abandoned house. <laughs> I was like, yo, is this a cult? Did I walk into a cult? And it was just like all these clouds on the wall. I was like, what is happening here? Now, mind you, I didn't see that when I walked in. I just felt that. So I was like, what is happening here? I'm not saying that people who believe in God are are weird and ominous and dark. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that in that house specifically, that house, it felt like that. And then we went to the second side because it was a duplex. Went to the second side. It was the same way. But the only draw about that house was that it had a lot of land. Yeah. But the house itself probably needs to be bulldozed. It would have to go. It'd have to, like the whole house. Or you would have to do something that's like kind of centered around the house. And I, I really don't know what that would be. Because I mean, like a uh, a house from the nineteen forties is very very rare. Oh, yeah. yeah, like you don't you don't really find that with all of those old charms and you know it was it was like, hella as doors single, as a single family it would have been a huge house mm-hmm. right all one level and just a lot of a lot of space. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I guess the problem with trying to fix that place up and make it you know I guess more luxurious is it's across the street from like a gas station and like. A auto repair shop, so the um, the aesthetics aren't aren't very good in that way, but um, yeah, neither we, here nor there. We that's, that's our so, that's our updates. That's on, our updates, our and we fired him that day. So yes, we uh, did. well, I didn't fire him. Jay did. I didn't know he was going for the firing because if he would have told me, yeah, Tiffany, I'm about to fire him, I would have got out for that. But well, I, I mean, I, I wasn't rude or anything like that. I just said, hey, you know, um, this this isn't going to work out. We're we're going to go with our other realtor. And, you know, he, he I could tell that he wasn't pleased with the news, but it is what it is. You know, it's 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 energy. It's all about energy. It's all about connection. Um, and I, I'm a person, even though I may not be as empath- empathetic, mm-hmm. empathic as you, um, but I, I still do believe in like energy often dictates how relationships flow and how they work together. I believe that too. Yeah, so, so now that we've given y'all our updates for the last twenty-two minutes, sheesh! <laughs> I know y'all tired of us. I know you're tired of us. Right? Let's get into the shits. So where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, you want to start with Nicki Minaj 
Um, you want to start with Kevin Hart, Malik Yoba, or I think um, we should save well, Dave for the last. I mean, Kevin Hart is probably really, really quick, right? Okay, we, yeah, let's we, start with we Kevin wish Hart. wish him well. Yeah, um, well, they don't know why. So Kevin Hart was, was involved in a car accident, and he was not driving. The driver of the car um, was not under the influence either. Sorry. Apparently, they took a they took a curve too hard, and the car uh, flipped over. Mm-hmm. Um, I, now the 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 way he got to the hospital is still unclear. But as far as news uh, news outlets are reporting, that he's suffering from major back injuries. But we don't know what and that he means. had surgery. I think today or whatever, and they said he's expected to make a full recovery. Um, so definitely uh, prayers and positive and, vibes uh, to him. Positive vibes to him and, and the family because that is really scary. And sage and all of those other things. It's really scary, um, especially. Yeah, we, we, we wish all positivity to, to Kevin Hart and yeah, to, to his family. For real. Um, obviously, he's got children as well. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely glad that that didn't end, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. And I don't think anyone died either. No, no. So, um, yeah, him and uh, the driver were injured, and then the passenger, I guess, in the back seat was uninjured. That's wild. Yeah. Um, Not that they were injured, but you know, just to know about how that comp- how that it would happened, yeah, and for you to walk away unscathed, that's that's amazing. Yeah, the, the car looked the car looked nuts. Um, definitely, um, just a, 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 a they were just extremely fortunate. Yeah, for real. And, um, yeah. So so thank thank God for that. Um, so let's talk about Malik Yoba. What about Malik Yoba? So Malik Yoba went out on Instagram and he wanted to show his support of a young man who recently committed suicide due to his attraction, due to being bullied for his attraction to trans women. Um, So Malik Yoba came out and said that he's also attracted to trans women. I don't necessarily know how that was helpful. Um, in regards to erasing or um, erasing the stigmata around straight men uh, being attracted to trans women. Uh, I understand how a straight man could be. What? I, I don't. Why are we giving us New York undercover? Jay, you're going to hell. Really? New York undercover? Are you saying Malik Yoba is undercover? <laughs> you feel good about that? You feel good about that? You know what? Don't ruin the 90s. You know, I wish you guys could see the, the foolery. Um, all that, right. that was definitely that was our Malik Yoba breakdown. <laughs> First of all, I don't see, like I said, I don't see how that necessarily helped push that conversation forward. But I do feel like sexuality is fluid, and if that's what For you're sure. into, you're into. As I've said on this podcast and many episodes before. If the relationship is healthy and it allows you to thrive, then that is the relationship that you should be in. And that relationship can come in many forms. No one should be bullying anybody to the point of they feeling like they need to die based on what their attraction is. That is a fact. So I'll say this. Um, I I respect Malik Yoba's decision to... Come for it? Make, yeah, to make this announcement mm-hmm. um, at, as him being a cisgendered male uh-huh. being attracted to transgender women women okay um and I, I i think it is important i mean not that malik yoba is really relevant right i mean new york undercover is coming back has come back it's it there's there's talks. The works there's talk okay um so he's not necessarily relevant but it's it's 
good that he's making the decision to say, despite whatever my level of relevance is, uh, wherever talks for a reboot of New York Undercover are, Mm -hmm. I want to stand in support of this particular POV or this particular perspective. Because I remember when, like, when it came out that Mr. C, you know, had an attraction to to trans women. Well, no, he's, he's confirmed that now. Yes, but I, I remember when it first came out and, like, that public shaming of him was, mm-hmm. like, it was brutal. It was. It, it really was. Like, But when it happened, I think the rollout of it all wasn't that great either. Because I think the person I don't know who, if that's a rollout. I, I'm just, I'm calling it a rollout. <laughs> a rollout is, like, the, planned. Like, yeah, like he got busted. Person, I think yeah. that per, it was busted by the person he was doing it with. It was the well, the young. It was the trans woman. Well, she, I think originally it was it. the police. Yeah, the he police got pulled over. Right, but the trans woman was the one who told everyone that uh-huh. he was because this woman who he had been the trans woman he had been dealing with was not like a random. This was somebody he'd been oh. in a relationship with. No, I th- I thought that Mister C had got busted out like soliciting sex from trans he, women. He did, but there was one who he was. Okay, okay. Engaging with quite often. Regardless. Yeah. Re- regardless. And this um, was something that Wendy had exposed many years ago. Mm-hmm. And people, like, try to silence her. Like, hey, yeah. you know, this guy is in the trans woman. Yeah. And I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, if that's how you want to live your life, cool. You know what I mean? Li- li- like, live, your, live your truth. Live um, your truth. That's I, all I, that matters. I agree with you. RIP to um, the young man, Maurice Willoughby, who, who killed himself. Um, and it was like, it's just, I mean, I'm not saying that what he did, I just feel like it's so wasteful. Like he shouldn't have to felt, he shouldn't had to feel that was his only option. Yeah. And we need to stop doing that. And I mean, we, we, we also like, I, I, I get that that was his particular situation, but there, there are so many people that are, um, you know, just in unfortunate situations and feeling that there is no other way. Um, so we, we, we nearly, we really need to be a support to all of our young people, all of our old people, people that are just going through. Yeah, be, just ask be somebody more, if they're okay and be and be even more if you empathetic. Don't, yeah, be more empathetic and even if you don't present. right and even if you don't understand it completely, just love them That's through that. Cool. Love like, them. Like I don't like I don't gotta understand everything, but like oh like I love you. Right. I, I support you. That's I appreciate just you. Be first. I want you to be here. Yes. Doing whatever that part is just like, so whatever, sad. If I think it's weird that's cool. I still Help want you to be here. Yeah, I still want you to be here. It's, right. it's only weird because it's not my particular perspective right. or something that I can necessarily relate to. Right. So it's they only be weird open. to me. Like it's not weird. It's just weird to, to you. Me. Right. Yes. Because I don't. I don't. That's not my lifestyle. Well, R.I.P. to him yes. and um, Malik. Thank you for trying to start the conversation in regards to straight men dating trans women. No, nah, I, I I really appreciate that. That um, was a that was a good thing. Yeah. So let's talk about before we get into um, <clears throat> before we get into Dave Chappelle and his special on Netflix, which had people kind of pissed off. Let's talk about Nicki Minaj and her post on Instagram. She so had, she had a couple. She had a couple posts on Instagram. So the post, well, the the post that I want to talk about specifically that was on Instagram was. Her saying, I remember being so afraid to speak because I never knew when that person would be in a particular mood and I could maybe say one wrong thing that would get me hit. So the difference, hold on, 
Hold on. So the difference you see in me now is that feeling when a woman feels lifted up, safe, and appreciated and unconditionally loved. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the tweets, but that's tweet I'm focusing on specifically because then Carly red, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but Carly red is a cast member on love and hip hop Mm -hmm. Atlanta. She's been on the show for many, many years at this point. Um, and she is what one would call a serial dater. Um, she jumps in one relationship and she keeps going and keep going and keep going. Um, but this relationship that she's currently in, people have been speculating for the last, I want to say four to six months that this relationship allegedly is abusive. Mm -hmm. So she actually replied to Nikki's tweet and said, this is my life right now. Thank you. I really needed this. The only problem is how do I get out? So in the shade room comments, people were saying, you know, um, some half of it was divided. It was people who were saying, oh, well, you know, if you would just sit down, then maybe this wouldn't happen to you. Um, or if you would just, why you go with that dude knowing his history? You know, so it was kind of like a situation where people were blaming her for the abusive situation. Mm. So, like, what are you thinking about, not that you necessarily know, um, Carly Red, but just looking at this situation from the outside and seeing Nicki Minaj being uh, trying to be, I guess, vulnerable in the sense of revealing what her past relationships may have been and how she's using her past to then validate this relationship that people may not understand with her new boyfriend, Kenneth Patty, who had been arrested in the past Kenneth for... Petty. Right, Kenneth Petty, who had been arrested in the past for uh, rape and also manslaughter. Yeah. Um, I think that, I don't know, like, we, we might be witnessing a period of growth for, uh, Nicki Minaj. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we, I, we've come on this podcast in the past and we've talked about, um, the immaturity she, she's displayed sometimes in her, her public interactions and her public spaces. Um, it has appeared at times that she's not very in touch with um, not only herself, but, you know, with what's going on currently within, you know, her space, within the public space, with um, within hip-hop, within music, within popular culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the message that she's delivering in this particular post, right, because the, the next one could be just as ratchet as her previous and <laughs> So on and so forth. But right. I, I think that the, the message that she's trying to deliver is a positive one. I think that it's one that potentially could be impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, th- here's another one that she posted before the one that you, you just read where she said, I really used to think that love had to hurt. So I could never look down on anyone else. We are merely human. It's not easy to leave, especially in the world of Instagram, where all people want to do is post relationship goals, pics for clout and attention. A man should make you feel safe, not afraid. When you see a woman in a toxic relationship, rather than laugh and say mean things, try to offer sound advice from your heart. Root for her to learn her worth. We've all been there. I saw my parents fight and argue nonstop and never divorce. I just thought this was normal behavior. Okay. Yeah, so that that was um, her post on, on, on the gram. I, I think the thing that struck me the most is, you know, Nikki, as, as far as we know, has been a public figure most of her adult life. Yeah, so definitely when since she, like 20, 
I mean, okay, there was like a little bit of a, a, a MySpace buzz, but definitely since she was like 23, 24, well, 24, 25. Okay, so she's been on since she was 25. And I, obviously she, she could have had other experiences um, in her earlier adult life. But I, I guess the real question is, who's she talking about? I don't know who she's talking about because, I mean, when we think about her specifically and the relationships that we were privy of, all of her relationships and things that she said, even in interviews, you know, I remember when she interviewed with Angie Martinez after her and Safari's breakup that she kind of deemed herself as the as a girlfriend's girl and mm. a, a boy, you know, a, a boyfriend's kind of girl. Like, you know, I'm never not in a relationship like it's never a period where we have this space to figure out what I need and who I am and Mm -hmm. being single or, and and single in the capacity of dating other people and single in the capacity of growth. It doesn't, she's not in that space that long. Some, some people um, are just not really comfortable being in that light, being, being single, being without, you know, that sense of security or, or whatever it is that they draw from other people. Um, and I, I think for most people, it's definitely healthy to, like, take that pause and evaluate where you are and where things are in your life. But some people are just not they're just not wired that way. No. And I, and I believe that. I just think that sometimes that can be the OK. So the the ability to continue and go forward with saying, OK, relationships are for me and they make me thrive in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. But then the problem with that is that. Even though they make you thrive, you don't know what part of the relationship is actually making you feel healthy because you just keep you're not, you're not able to sit for a second and analyze what has happened to you. Mm-hmm. You're not focusing on, you know, OK, so here is the good things about this and here are the traumas. So and not to say you focusing on the trauma to, to, to not only know what to look out for, but focusing on how that trauma made you act as a person. Like, how did that how did that situation change me? Yeah. And change me in a way to do what, you know, or, or to be what? So I think that you can't have those moments of reflection if you're not taking some sort of break. And it doesn't mean that you can't date, but just some sort of break where you're not, not internalizing a situation, but just looking at it. At, like at, out the, of at it. the very least where you're able to separate who you are from who the other people in your life are. Right. Like, where, where do you end and where do they begin and vice versa? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. And like I said, for, for me, that's totally um, my perspective on it. Uh, but I, I, I could also understand that for some people, they may define themselves through other people and in other people. And that's great if it's the right person in yeah. the right situation. But it's sometimes it's hard to identify what is and isn't the right situation when you're not able to analyze either the last situation or why all of your situations seem to be repetitive mm. because you're not able to process it. And it's it's not necessarily it's like when at what point does it stop being these other people's fault and not yours? Yeah. Not and I think true. that com- that comes like, and it's not that the people are bad. It's just that those people are not necessarily people who attract those things in you, which is growth, thriving, and being healthy. They don't. And people think that healthy just starts with what you eat and exercise. It's a lot to do with your mind. If you're unhappy, incredibly unhappy, it's really, really hard for you to be healthy because That's you're true. incredibly unhappy. That's true. So I feel like I don't know who she may have been talking about, being that all of her relationships are like these long lengths of time. I mean, her and Safari were together for like 
13, 12, 13 years. And then there was somebody before that. And when you think about that, you know, just time wise, she's only 36 years old. 12 years is like almost half of her life. It's, it's the majority. Of yeah, her it's like a majority life. of her life. So what what are we what are we basing this on? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I'm glad that she's able to share that information. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you know what? And I mean, somebody did respond to it. Carly, Carly Red, Carly, Carly Red, Carly yeah, Red. You mentioned Carly Red is a um, love and hip hop. And I think I said this already, but she's a cast member on Love and Hip Hop, Super Serial Dater. As I said, yeah, I did say it earlier. Yeah. And um, she's basically saying how she's in an abusive relationship. And I mean, and for those who know other people who may be in an abusive relationship and you don't necessarily want to get involved in or you just don't know what to do, you can definitely tell them to call the um, domestic abuse hotline, which is 1-800-799-7233. And just pass that information along. There's advocates there for people who are going through domestic violence. They have the tools and the coping mechanisms to pass on to other women or men who could be facing this kind of thing. Because you know it's cool to talk to your friend but if they don't have the tools to give you to really get through something like that they may be doing you a disservice so this is probably the best thing that they could do is it's to sit to put you in the right direction of a professional yeah so we're putting you in the direction of a professional so if carly red is listening to this podcast right now call 1-800-799-7233 the domestic abuse hotline yeah, and um, and everybody yeah. stop judging her. Oftentimes, you just need support when you're going through something like that. Yeah, and stop judging. Yeah, because all of us are not living in this perfect space. We are all imperfect, and that's what makes us beautiful because we're human. We all make mistakes. We don't get it right all the time. But the part that makes us so dope is that we are able to move past those moments mm. and take those moments and then share them with other people so they either a don't have to do it or they can you know you could be someone else's cautionary tale. Carly Red, let's be someone's cautionary tale. Like, hey, these are the signs of something that's not so great. And I, I mean, and I'm going to say this and it's probably going to sound crass, but I mean, whatever. I also feel that, you know, when she's saying Nicki Minaj, when she's saying this about the boyfriend she has now, because everybody gave her a lot of shit for dating this guy because of his criminal past. I feel two ways about that. The pendulum swings a lot of ways for me in, the, in that regard, because I feel like we shouldn't be judging people based on their past especially if they've already paid their debt to society you should allow them the redemption to be something different for sure but then we also can't be stupid if this man has had some type of relationship and not relationship in the sense that this is what he's doing but he's been related to rape or manslaughter that may be something can to consider you know are you outside of those ranges has he done the work mentally to deal with those things where he can, you know, cope in a way that will not, you know, uh, further that outcome of manslaughter or rape? Mm-hmm. This, we can't just, like, not talk about it. So somebody saying in her comments, like, why are you dating someone who is, um, well, it was aggravated. It was aggravated manslaughter. So he didn't kill anyone, but he could have. Well, I think that's if it's manslaughter is. He killed someone. No, they, he didn't kill them with the intent to kill. Oh, okay. See, yeah. there's difference. Okay, the law is a tricky thing. It is. But there's a difference, but, and then there's the raping thing. So, if we, you know, everybody thinks, I mean, we can all sit here and agree that rapists are, are weird and, and not needed. So, we, we get that. And we know that manslaughter is bad. So, we can all agree that those two things are bad. 
But did, is he truly rehabilitated is the question we should be asking. And if he is and he's getting his therapy and, you know, she's thriving and healthy in her relationship, then everybody should just kind of let it just kind of sit back and let it play out. That's right. That's what I think. But, I, you know, what do I know? It's just, you know, I'm just myself. So I don't know. So let's get into it. The final thing, we're going to spend the last you bit wanna, of this. Um, let's take a, a quick break. You know, a lot of those commercials to run. What commercials? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we, don't got, we don't got no ads right now? Uh, I, I mean, all right, I can, I can find one. I'll find an ad and you guys can listen to it. Okay. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> and we're back. We are back. We are This episode of Bonds Over Bands is brought to you by JerseyIsNaked.com. JerseyIsNaked.com is a fun place full of stories and personal antidotes by yours truly, Jersey. If you like that kind of thing, please log on today. Are back. Did you guys enjoy that commercial I found? Yeah, okay, I'm sure great. they did. I'm, I think they did. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. Either way, I'm, I'm sure it's probably but you. But you're going to get this work. It's probably you try, telling me telling you to go and log on to Jersey, jerseyisnaked.com. That's probably what it you is. You believe this bullshit? I just, I, um, this is totally off the track, off the topic. But um, And I, I didn't see any of this, but apparently there was a, a, a guy here in North Carolina in Asheville, um, six foot five, 250 pounds, was arrested for assaulting an 11-year-old black girl in um, in Asheville, North Carolina. And he's been let off with a misdemeanor, and um, he has to go to racial sensitivity um, courses. Okay. Well... Oh, I'm sorry, a, a racial justice workshop. Oh, okay. Like what, like, what is that? Okay. Well, what did she do? I'm only kidding. If you didn't see the Dave Chappelle show, special, that probably <laughs> sounded really bad. Over your head, yeah. <laughs> no, that's terrible. But, I mean, you know, different different laws apply David to different, Stephen Bell. different people. We, we, we need to just um, continue to uh, protect black women, protect each other, look out for each other. Because this, this, this is wrong. And her mom needs to sue the pants off of him. And the city. And, and everybody. And everybody else. Everybody involved in that. They need to. Was there video? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, there was know. a Video. Can we can we I'm sorry. refocus? Yeah, that's 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 just crazy. Because that's not even a part of the show right now. No. Okay. So Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. So Dave King Chappelle. Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle. Genius Chappelle. Dave Chappelle has a special called Sticks and Stones. It's uh, streaming currently on Netflix. The Netflix. And um, Sticks and Stones is basically a. In my opinion, I watched it and there was some very shocking moments, but I was it I was, was expecting that. Magnificent. But I was expecting that because that's what Dave Chappelle does. He he is the shock value comedian. I won't like, I won't say that. I don't think he's necessarily... I don't I don't I don't see him as a shock value. I do. Comedian. He says stuff I, I that like people he's, he's willing to say things that will shock you regardless of whether they'll shock you or not. Like he he speaks his piece. But what I what I think is, um, but hold on before okay. you start, because well, a lot of people were very upset with some of the things that he was Ooh, saying. Who was upset? Uh, well, can I get to it? Now we can talk about it today. So some people were upset about some of the jokes he was making. Now, if you watch this special, I mean, there's a lot of clips going around, different clips, different sections of it, and we know what clips do. 
okay? Especially when you don't watch everything in context. Yeah. Because that's that's what the world we live in. Clips. And, and I'm about to go watch okay. the um the bonus footage. Y'all know there was some hidden bonus footage. Yeah, twenty five footage. Twenty five minutes worth. Twenty five minutes worth of extra content. So pure fire. If you go into the um, trailers and more, you'll be able to see it there. So if you're interested in that. But the part that was most interesting to me was is this this how he set the stage for the things that he was going to say. His stand up was a, a more irony based um, storytelling, mm. uh, in, in my opinion. There were some things in there that, you know, it was subjects that people just didn't uncomfortable a lot of uncomfortable subjects that people just didn't want to talk about. Um, you know, he touched on Anthony Bourdain and he made a joke in reference to the fact that Anthony Bourdain had one of the best jobs that he could think of. All he had to do was, you know, go around the world and he was a master chef and eat beautiful food and eat with so many interesting people. And yet he was still very, very unhappy and ended up committing suicide. Yet he compared it to a guy that he knew from a town he grew up in who started off really, really well and then ended up, you know, working. And not to say that people who work in fast food are, are not like living the dream, but society standards say that that would be like a lower paying or a lower paying job. Yeah, much less successful than, than the than degree a, than, in law that yeah. he was headed for. Right. At, at that point in his life. Versus Anthony Bourdain. And he was like, this guy felt like he had everything to live for. So to start the show off in that regard, it's like the irony of that. You would think that it would be him who would want to kill himself. The guy who, you know, had this aspiration in law school, fell in love and then ended up getting a divorce and his whole life went down the tubes. And, you know, in a sense, an outside looking in. Yeah. That his whole life went down. So he said, you know, that just goes to show, like, we never know what people are going through. Then he made, a, you know, some other jokes about, you know, um, some politically incorrect jokes, abortion jokes. He also made jokes about molestation. He also made Me Too jokes. He there was, you know, there was I, It was just I, a I, lot I, of different I, areas I of, like... of uh, comedy that people don't usually touch due to the fact of him circling back to the fact that he said... You can't say these things today without being canceled. And that's what he was specifically talking about, which was cancel culture. So, yeah, I I, I definitely agree with you on that. I I feel like this special was Dave Chappelle's reaction to the reaction from the last three specials or so. When he did on um, Netflix the last year. So, yeah, he had the, the specials last year. And, you know, after the first one came out, people were outraged and they were upset with him over his... Uh, alleged or supposed homophobic uh, comments in that one. He and also had gay jokes. Then in the next one, it was you know, oh he, you know, he had the trans jokes, and people were were wildly outraged and, and wildly offended. And I think in this instance, Chappelle's going, oh, <laughs> you think that's offensive? Wait till I tell you what's really on my mind. Yeah, he, right. And he, and he had a lot of different. This, yeah, this was like this was like I'm not holding back. I'm not. Tippy toeing, I'm not dancing around thing. But he even said that in, in, in the last special. When I think about it, even though the, the last special was deeply intellectual and, and 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 very complicated, but one of the things that he said during the opening, I'm talking about the one where he was sitting in the chair addressing the audience, smoking a cigarette the entire time. Um, you know, he said that he was doing the best that he could to not be offensive while still remaining true to himself. This time, he's like, I tried. Did the best I could to still give you the raw and tiptoe and yeah, cater and, feel, and so on and feel, so forth. And, and fall in, and, the, in the lines. And I'm not doing it no more. 
I'm no, done. he definitely wasn't. Um, he's, he's done. The only part that there was... Now, I'm not going to sit here as... First of all, he is a comedic genius. But what I'm not going to do as a, as a woman is not talk about the problematic areas. The prob, There was a lot of problematic areas. But it was also like... It's like you kind of found yourself so violated by the things he would say. Like when he was talking about the molestation... Uh, piece and you know how he was like you know he didn't believe the I didn't believe that I'm just I didn't let's just I go didn't, ahead like, there's believe, gonna be spoilers I didn't if, believe, if you haven't watched yeah if you haven't watched it I didn't believe those, we're, those, we're about to spoil the shit I thing. didn't believe those I didn't believe Wade Robinson either because Wade Robinson has literally for the last ten years been chasing a check from Michael Jackson's estate but then saying he did it he didn't do it he did it he didn't do it. He didn't. He didn't do it. So it's like if this man has done something to you, like his the inconsistency of it all has me looking at you side eye. Like, are you saying this because he's done this to you? And I'm, now, don't get me wrong. I don't know about the other ones, but I, I know. I don't know about neither of them. I don't know about the other ones. But this, but the, this um, is all I'm going to say. Documentary Leaving Neverland. This is all. This is all I'm going to say. If I heard as a parent. That you are being investigated for child molestation. There is no way in hell that I am letting my child come to spend a night over your house. I don't care if you the son of, 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 of Jesus Christ himself. I'm not letting my son come spend a night with you. Now, that don't have nothing to do with the fact of whether you did it or not. Or my daughter. Or my daughter or anybody. None of my offspring is coming to your house. Yeah. The end. Definitely not by themselves. No. But probably not even with me. No, I'm not going over there. Yeah. I don't want to be associated. Because you nasty. Yeah, something is nasty, nasty. Something's Mm -hmm. happening there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if someone's lying on you. I don't want to find out. I just know that as as a parent, it is your job to protect your child from the time they, from the time of conception to the time that you leave this earth, it is your job. Ain't no way I was gonna bring my my kid over to Michael Jackson's house when they was talking about he was touching on little boys and giving Even them. Even if I didn't believe it, and giving them Jesus juice, I'd be like, man, I don't believe that. Jesus but juice, I'm not, but I'm not about to find out. I'm not sending my kid no. no but I, and and I mean, like I said, maybe some parents was like, no, that wouldn't happen. But a lot of it was about, well, you know, it's Michael Jackson. You might yeah. get somewhere. Yeah. You know, just the same way those other parents were sending their kids over to R. Kelly's house. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So, but, um, I, I, I didn't necessarily feel like uh, Chappelle was out of pocket for that. I, I felt like he was speaking, you know, his opinion on it. And that's not a popular opinion, but it is what it is. He said... He's, hey, a, vi- he's a victim blamer. He's a habitual he said he's a victim <laughs> blamer. And he says, you know... I don't think he's that either. I don't think... But it was extreme levels of... Vic- like, it was extreme... Like, it was just such opposite ends of the things that he was saying. But we don't want to give too much of it away. But we really want you guys to, like, really watch it. But just don't... My... my if you're super sensitive, like, don't watch it. Like, even he said the joke about... You know, R. Kelly and how R. Kelly was like, there's a tape where he kept mentioning like the girl's age and how young she was. 
he was, and then he said, you know, if his <laughs> if his lawyer was right with him, he should have said that, yeah, this girl's 36. Man, you're the best 36 I've ever had. And then to give him something to work with. And then he said, you know, well, we all know that's not true because, you know, 36-year-old vagina is not that great. Now, as a 36-year-old woman, I found that funny. But, like, maybe some women who are 36 may not have found that funny. They may have said, well, what are you trying to say? We're not good after a certain age? We all need to toughen the hell up. Secondly, first of all. We need to toughen up. And I mean, physically, I mean, scientifically, that's not true. Because women reach or we become, reach their prime at near 40. Cool. And y'all start to decline. Cool. So really, the joke should be in reverse. What we're saying is, what I'm saying is that we need to toughen up. I don't know if we need to toughen up. No, I I think, so... Yeah, because I don't it's, think, it's, it's, I don't it's think difficult. we should need to toughen up. I think what should happen is is that there should be a space for everybody to have an opinion, whatever that is. I think it's difficult because we're in this age of like incredible PC, um, you know, just but I, I think it's necessary, right? It's necessary to be aware of what others are going through and what they're experiencing and being sensitive to that. And at the same time, we need to have a tougher skin. So, like, it's, it's got to be balanced. And I think that things are out of balance right now, right? This whole cancel culture is an example of things out of balance. He called specific uh, attention to Kevin Hart's scandal where 10 years ago he said some things, or at this point 12 years ago, he said some things that were um, a bit homophobic on his insta- on, on his Twitter. And those things came back to bite him years in the later uh, in the ass years later and people wanted to cancel him. Mm-hmm. No, don't let him do the Oscars. Don't let him do this. Don't let him do that mm-hmm. because we're mad and we're upset about these things that he said 10 years ago. And when we do that, we remove people's opportunity to grow and to mature and to be better people. No, we should all be like very, very aware of how our words and our actions affect those that are around but us. But then also, it's not even that. I feel like that people, the court of public opinion will try a situation to that happened 20 years ago in today's climate. Yes. So 10 or 15 years we'll, ago. We'll, we'll cancel when, you now off of how we feel now about something that you did then. Right. But w- w- without thinking about, yo, in the 90s or in the early, even the early 10, 2000s, language about home you know being gay or whatever was wild people it, would say all so, types so, of stuff so it so it was but i'm sure that if you were a gay person in 1999 or 2000 you were probably offended no i'm not saying that you weren't the, i'm just the saying the rest of us just didn't give a damn no i'm not saying that i'm saying that for kevin hart to feel that he had the space or the autonomy to say that Back then, it was because that was what the culture was. Mm-hmm. So, would Kevin Hart say that today, even if he hadn't grown at all? No, because that is not what type of world we live in now, where you have the space to be making those kind of gay jokes that people back then laughed at. You can't do that now. And then what we do is when we find the stuff from 12 or 15 years ago, we can't help but to sit and think currently instead of thinking in the past. Like, what did it look like? We're watching old episodes of like 
shows from the 90s. We're like, oh, my God, did they really say that? Some of the stuff is cringeworthy. Yeah, we're like, what? But as a society, we have moved to a different space. My concern is I feel like we're too deep into the politically correct and the culturally aware and the things like that. We're, we're, we're so far into it because we're trying to be um, sensitive to each other's needs and spaces is that we're like we have a thin skin. We're, we're creating children with thin skin. We're, we're creating another generation that's not going to be able to take tough criticisms. Well, you know, that's a whole other podcast, really, to tell you the truth, because, you know, if we if we even to to back off of Dave Chappelle, I, I mean, we were I was having this conversation with um, a friend of mine and we were talking about how are you OK? Yeah, we were right. talking about how um, when she was trying out for like band mm-hmm. and how hard she had to work to to get into band. And if she didn't into like the, the uh, marching band and had she not got into the marching band she just didn't get in you didn't get a thanks for trying you didn't get a uh, get you know way to go next time you didn't get that there was no consolation prize for yeah. you trying but nowadays it's like everything because everything is so inclusive because of inclusivity like even if the person doesn't make it the world has created these areas where kids don't understand that you will lose or that Life is about winning and losing. Yes. Like, so, you know, but you, even if it is about both things, you will like they don't uh, they don't understand what loss is. Many do not. No. From, from my perception, like I'm, I'm not a kid growing up today. I don't, I don't really know what but, it's I like. Mean, I'm only commenting on how things yeah. are now. Like I, yeah. when I when I went and honestly, to tell you the truth. I think that started. I, I'm a, I, I don't know if I've ever told any of you guys this, but I'm, a, I'm an ex pageant queen. And I have two crowns. And when I went to get a, when I went through my first pageant, um, you know, it was something you had to pay for. Mm-hmm. So I had to get scholarship um, sponsorships from different stores and people, and I had to raise all this money to be in it. And that part I understood by giving some, you know, you got a participation award, right? But that's what they called it. It wasn't an award for, you know. Because you did anything in the competition. It was like, this is your participation award. Kind of like a, um, a, a a souvenir. Yeah. Right? But I think... It's like when I do do my 5Ks, I get a, a finisher's medallion. Yeah, it's just a medallion saying that I finished. Right. I, I'm aware that I didn't come in first place, second right. place, or third. Right. Like, you didn't win. You yeah. just... We just... This is just something to say that you were there. Yeah. And that's cool. Right. But I'm, I'm saying that. that this is probably where it started. Because at one point, when I would go for cheerleading and things like that, if I didn't make the team, I just didn't make it. They're like, nah, you've been cut. And that's it. Like, there's no, it's like, oh, yeah, tryouts is next year. Go figure it out. And then you had to figure it out. But that's not the situation. Because a parent can simply go to the school and say, well, why, why didn't you give my kid a shot? And they have to explain that. Mm-hmm. And there's these, all these other different areas of you know winning and losing but i digress what we do want you guys to do is we don't want to talk any further about it we want y'all to go and and watch the show and we want y'all to comment in the uh, comment in the comments the parts that you may have found offensive or did you or were you even offended or did you laugh it's it's not offensive we we need to get over ourselves did you get do, do you have a call i don't know 
Yeah, I have a call. I don't know who that is. Yeah, 844 <laughs> number. Did you have a call? Jay's so important. I hate how important he's getting. I, I, I'm not important. I, I hate I how important who, he's getting. He's probably a spammer. He's getting so There's important. There's so many digits in that number. Why he's, is there so many digits in that I number? I don't know. Jay's getting so important so quickly. But anyway, this was episode 25. This is the Bonds Over oh, Bands podcast. Oh, you rapping? Yeah, we rapping. And um, we're going to see y'all next Tuesday. For bands, <laughs> Tuesday is Labor Day. We only got a little bit left. We we want to enjoy ourselves too. So <laughs> there. <laughs> and go, we, yeah, go watch um go watch Sticks and Stones. And Jay about to um, go take me to go get some ice cream. Soften up, stiffen up. You know what I'm trying to say. Toughen up. Yeah, well that's the word. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying get over yourselves. Just it's, allow. It's not it's not about any of you. It's about all of us. And yeah, the cancel culture is tough. It's and terrible. you know, people do have the right this is my final thought on it. People have the right to not support who they don't want to support. But we do need to toughen up and we need to like not be so easily offended, right? Okay. So continue to vote with your dollars, but at the same time give people the space and the opportunity to mess up, to improve, to grow and develop. All right then. All right. All right. All right, cool. See you um, guys next Tuesday. Yeah, it's been real. And it'll be episode 26, because this was episode 25. This you is said, a you milestone. Go, you said you were going to do something special for episode 25. I know. I didn't get didn't I, we, nothing. we didn't get a guest. Well, uh, I'm sorry. You hear how he said I'm supposed to? Like, he's not Like he's not the co-host of the show. I'm the I'm the B-mic. <laughs> what so, is, like, what that does mean, that even mean? That means I chill. No. Know? I cool this out. This is just, just as much as my you know, show. It's your show, you too. You tell me what to do. That's a lie. <laughs> Sounds good though, right? It's a lie, guys. It's a lie. But we'll see you guys next Tuesday. It's the Bonds we, Over we, Bands we podcast. Love you all. We appreciate your support. And until the next time. Peace out. Peace. This is the Bonds Over Bands podcast with Jersey and Slick Talk Jay. Bye.